Hey, Crack fans. Before we get to today's show, I want to let all of you listeners know about the revolutionary work being done by our friends over at Swing Vision. Now, all of us as tennis players are constantly searching for that piece of information that's going to give us that one, two, three percent edge whenever we step onto the court. We want to know, am I hitting my forehand with enough depth? Am I accurately placing my backhands? Am I employing patterns on the court that are putting me in an optimum position to experience success? Thankfully, all of those questions can now be answered via the app produced by our friends at Swing Vision. Folks, it's extraordinarily simple. You're going to download the app. You're going to turn that app on your phone. You're going to put your phone on the back fence, the back curtain of whatever court you're playing on. You're going to hit record. And then using artificial intelligence, Swing Vision is going to break down your performance. If you click on the link that you find in the podcast description here on today's episode, you'll go right to the Swing Vision website. And of of course, friends who use our Crack Rackets promo code CRACK20 are going to get an additional $20 discount and a free 14-day pro trial on the Swing Vision app. Again, you use that promo code CRACK20, $20 discount, as well as a free 14-day pro trial. How do you find the link to get signed up? Just go back to your podcast feed. It's in the podcast description of this episode. You go to the Swing Vision website, you set up your account, you download the app, you get rocking and rolling, get all the information one location with our friends at Swing Vision. Joining us on the show once again today for what seems like an annual tradition here at Cracked Rackets is a man who just captured his sixth ITA national indoor title, of course, head coach of the University of North Carolina women's tennis team, our friend Coach Brian Calvis. Coach, congratulations on another title. How are you feeling here on Tuesday? Uh, Alex, uh, thank you. It's uh, feeling great. Uh, we got in late last night, but um, it's wonderful to uh, to wake up, uh, you know, feeling that uh, sense of satisfaction and being a national champion uh, again, so it's been it's been great, uh, great twenty four hours. No, oh, I can only imagine. I woke up this morning feeling sore and like I didn't even coach or play any matches, and so I can only imagine how you and the team must be feeling. I would also point out, Crack Rackets has done the broadcast the past three seasons. North Carolina winners of the past three national indoor titles. I don't think that's a coincidence, Coach. Just throwing it out there, but obviously, you look at what your team did yesterday. Let's just start with the doubles point. You know, just the first swing of momentum. You guys drop doubles. You drop four first sets in singles as well. Let's start there. What's going through your head in that moment of the national final? Uh, honestly, uh, I felt I didn't do a very good job preparing our team <laughs> okay. uh, for the onslaught that uh, we were ensu- being, you know, ensuing by Oklahoma. They uh, they came out, and I knew I knew they were playing very good doubles. They won the three previous days doubles point um and we've been a little shaky we did real well uh, kind of coming back from the virginia match and played really well against nc state in doubles but um i knew they were going to be very emotionally charged up and a fiery team but they they were that was, they came out with so much energy and, and so much fight and so much aggressiveness that i was not expecting that um and i didn't again i don't think i did a very good job preparing our team but um after doubles uh, I just, I, you know, I told him that that's not who we are. You know, we're, you know, th- you know, we need to show who we are, a competitive team, feisty team, emotional, uh, and, and just 
and I, and I, I told him, I said, I, I, I sensed the same thing that, you know, last year when we played Texas, that we just kind of, you know, again, the Texas one was much quicker, uh, quicker death, but, um, you know, the singles got, we got similar, similar situation. We got up to a slow start. Um, but I've never been a part of a team that comes back and wins six second sets after losing the doubles point in that situation in, a, in an emotional, tough environment like that we were faced last, last night. So, um, just really proud of our team and how we were uh, able to withstand, you know, such a, you know, a tough, feisty, emotional team. But we, you know, we showed a lot of grit. We showed a lot of toughness. And, um, and, and again, we've had players in different positions. Everybody was in different positions than they're used to and accustomed to. So that was nice to see, you know, different people, uh, new positions all step up. Uh, you know, we need it. Again, when I said before, when you lose a doubles point, you need all six players to really you know, make an impact, and we were able to do that. Well, I'm glad you bring up those players who rose to new positions. And for those unaware, Riley Tran, who you know prior to this week had lost one match in her career, never in a dual match, and now she's up to the number three singles position this year. And you know, uh, you've got Annika Yarlegato, who's had a ton of success, but stepping into that number six spot, obviously Carson Ten Gillig, the freshman, stepping up into that number five spot. Yes, you guys were back-to-back champions coming into this event. But did this feel like a new group? You know, did you feel like, again, with this team, it was it, 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 kind of turning the page, right? This is a next chapter of Carolina tennis? Completely. We had um, uh, we had so many question marks going in, and we didn't have a lot of uh, chances to get those questions answered. You know, we were hoping that the Georgia match would give us some kind of idea. Um, the Michigan match in the road um, kind of, uh, gave us a snapshot of what we what we could be. Annika, in front of her family and friends, just was an emotional wreck, honestly. Um, so we didn't quite know what she was going to bring to the table. Um, but, um, you know, Cam playing number one um, and doing so well at that position, giving us a chance to win every single match was incredible. And, you know, that's what you need. You need know, somebody to take on the, their best point and to compete the way she did. You got Elizabeth Scotty, who uh, I know I've heard a lot of your talks. That was a big question mark. How, what's her health going to be like? And for her to play four matches in four days, singles and doubles, and not miss a beat, and, and, and really put that first singles point on the board for us was gigantic. Um, and, and to play her best tennis her last day, uh, the last day. And then Riley... Uh, well, Riley. and I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but can I, I just want to ask you about those top two because Cam in particular, who I think goes 0-1-3 on the week, but clearly got better and better. And, you know, for her to get, you know, be leading in that second set against Emma after dropping the doubles point against Virginia. And then yesterday to take that second set against Lane and just, you know, came out swinging with her fire. And then Scotty, who you only get an hour of because she's on or off the court and playing so well. Even beyond the tennis, though, I do want to talk about the leadership that I saw from them. And this is one of the things I love about being there in person because they are now the upperclassmen. They are two people who contributed to those back-to-back national championship runs. And I saw a fire from them. And I want to say Scotty in particular. I didn't know Scotty could get that loud. And just the emotion, the energy they showed. Did you feel that as well as coach? Because I know, you know, it's the two sets of banks, right? But I just felt like you could hear the Scotty roars, the Mora roars echoing throughout Nielsen. Yeah, I mean, I talked to both of them before, uh, right before the match, you know, uh, yesterday in Oklahoma. And 
they both the, the look on the, in their faces and their eyes they were ready they were ready to go they're ready to go to battle and they kind of knew what they were they're going to be up against cam knew playing sleep that she was going to have to kind of grind and compete and and play some tennis and shots that she's maybe not used to or comfortable but she was ready i mean he mentally physically ready and for her to come back after lose that first set and get off such a great start winning you know a bunch of those no ad points in the second um was huge for our team and and scotty just did not let carmen uh get into the match i mean scotty i think she wanted to kind of uh right the ship uh you know she you know she losing nc state the way she did she just she just laughed at all i was like I just got, I just got blown out. And that doesn't really happen a lot with Scotty, but, and after the match when Scott, Scotty wanted to get off the court quickly. So, cause she wanted to start really making an impact with her teammates cheering. And I, I told her, I've never seen her cheer and get excited. And she stood on court too, where she played and just really emotionally charged up the rest of the, the group screaming for Annika, screaming for Carson, screaming for Fiona, uh, you know, across the, you know, the stadium there. And, um, but yeah, Cam, Cam is such a leader. Uh, the way she comp- the way she competes, she she never takes a point off. She practices that way. You know, you know what you're going to get with her because she's going to give an amazing effort. Um, and her attitude is is so good. I mean, her her positivity just exudes throughout the you know the rest of the team. Yeah, and you know, again, uh, I want to ask you about all of the players, but last two for you here. Um, a, we when you look at you know the, again the effort of your team. You talk about Riley Tran, who may not have won yesterday's match, but when she won that second set, I watched you give a fist pump that I swear I have never seen before out of you, Coach Calvis. Just like a roar and just, we needed that. That's six, you know, second sets. There we go. Talk to me again about that fight, that second set push you saw, that wave from, because you guys had your back against the wall and this new unit responded. What does that show you as a coach? Well, you, you're 100% right. I sense that if Riley wins this second set, it changes the whole momentum of the match, okay? And um, and she was struggling physically, and I felt that she needed that emotional just, you know, burst. And you know what? I, 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 I need to do my part to help the team. Even though she was not, not 100%, um, I want her to know that, you know what? I, I really I can't thank her enough and appreciate enough the amount of effort she's giving to help the team kind of get some momentum. And, you know, if they would have gotten that match done quickly and got a point on the board, it would have changed things dramatically. But her on our side with her and, and Cam getting those second sets and Riley just kind of, and then getting off to a four, two start in the third, I know she didn't win, but getting off to that four, two start in the third really, really uh, made a huge difference and, and allowed, I think I, I felt to me, just given the other side a little bit more breathing room and then Fiona, you know, getting that next point on the board, you know, cause there was, she was down four, three in the second. And so that could have changed. They could have lost, you know, she could have lost that set and that could have changed momentum, but her getting that point on the board for us to get up, you know, a lead two one um, was, was gigantic. And then Carson and then obviously Annika getting off to, you know, getting winning close sets in the second, and then you know, basically getting off to really strong third sets really, you know, kind of helped us get that momentum. No, absolutely. And now again, talking about that momentum, this is a position you and your team have been in before. Third consecutive year, you've won the national indoor title. I know this team, your program, eyes on May always. You guys want to capture that first NCAA team title. What does the confidence you do you you get from this event do for this unit? And then ultimately, how do you go about from here to May preparing your team for another NCAA run? Well, 
I think it, I think it bodes well for this team knowing that they, they established some confidence and they, they established a team identity um, that this team needed to establish uh, this early in the season. So I think that the, the um, that was by far the, you know, yesterday's match, the grittiest team uh, performance that I've, that I've seen um, in, in, in such an emotional high pressured situation because we were facing a team that prides themselves on grit and, and toughness. And, and as Audra said, nastiness. So, uh, you know, we were able to kind of uh, basically out tough them, you know, when it mattered and you could tell, you know, they were loud there, uh, you know, at times obnoxious and boisterous, but you could tell as the match went on, they were getting more, and uh, uh, I wouldn't say they, they're, they were getting more quieter. Okay. They, they're, they're, they were not the, the, the the screaming, the, the sooner stuff, all that was kind of going a little bit, you know, to the the wayside. And our team was, you know, kind of letting our rackets do more of the talking. And we were getting more, you know, more confident as the match went along. So to answer your question, I think that really we took, we took, even though we're, we have a new team, we're still ranked high. I don't think that's justified, but we took everybody's best shot. Virginia, yeah. North Carolina State. They they felt that this was this was their time to beat us in this tournament, and they have really 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 good programs, and 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 their their time is going to come. But we were able to take their best shots, and and with a new team, new roles, able to uh, to, to 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 win an amazing um, you know national indoor event. But going forward, you know we realized that you know we um, even though we kind of were very gritty and tough, we there's still a lot of aspects that our team, you know, can improve on. And now that we know what our identity is, we're excited to kind of have the next two months to see what we can do to improve on these areas that, that hopefully will make a difference for us, you know, come May time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, welcome back in. We are with UNC women's tennis head coach, Coach Brian Calvis. Of course, some of you may have heard those first 12 minutes in our week's episode of The Deciding Point. But, Coach, you mentioned a couple things that I wanted to follow up on. And, you know, you talk about Virginia, NC State, even Oklahoma thinking this was their time, their shot to knock off big bad, you know, UNC at the top of the block. That was a theme I harped on in our broadcast throughout the weekend as well, this feeling of, New Bloods versus Blue Bloods in women's college tennis. And just the depth we see right now, and all of these schools are good, right? What Simon's building at NC State, Sarah at Virginia, obviously Audra at Oklahoma. Did you feel that sense at all as well? I mean, I I have so much respect for all those coaches. Uh, I mean, Audra has done an incredible job at Oklahoma. Uh, Simon, I, I have the utmost respect for Simon at NC State. His players, his team, they they compete so hard every single day, and they, and they there's not a program in the country that has more of an identity of of playing a tough schedule, playing you know the you know really being having a team that's in really really good shape, and he he his players throughout the year, throughout their time there, they get better, and and um and obviously I know Sarah and Peachy really well, um, 
they they really uh, do it you know obviously the right way they're bringing in quality people with you know with great talent and um and you know that's that's to me that's always just a fun match to play because i know that there's going to be no games you know there's it's just going to be high quality tennis and um you know, I, there's going to be a time I know uh, probably very shortly or, or soon that, um, you know, you know, Sarah and, and Virginia are going to get over the hump and and uh, and win championships. And uh, but um, I, I to me personally, um, which which has to be can't be, you know, uh, understated is, is how how our team really went into this tournament with a sense of of purpose and what they wanted to accomplish. And they were they were driven to, you know what, it's, it's our time. Okay. You know, and maybe they, you know, you might think that, okay, it's North Carolina's had their time, but they were really determined to, you know, again, everybody on our team had different roles and this is a very different team. Um, so I think from, you know, when you were in Chicago to Stillwater, that was a similar team. Okay. This is a very different team. So uh, as far as roles and responsibilities and goals and, and, and try, trying to prove themselves, and I think they they all had a sense of, you know what, we need to we need to set, show that, you know, our, our team is not OK, taking a step back. We want to prove ourselves and accomplish something great. You talk about players stepping into new roles, and we've touched on this a little bit already with Scotty and Cam. But, you know, something and you talk about Oklahoma, the Boomer Sooners and the yells from their crowd slowly quieting down throughout the course of that match. And in, in replacing was the tar and the heel and just huge roars from your team across the board. And just, you know, again, you talk about stepping into roles because I was there those past two years. And, you know, I guess I, I said when they were because I was joking around with the people when we're trying to fill out the all tournament team. I'm like, well, I think Sarah Davitel is probably still the most outstanding player. Just like fill that out. I don't think any coach will argue. They'll be like, yeah, sure. Sarah probably played uh, somewhere in there. But you talk about those new, you know, the rules. Because last year, you guys dropped the doubles point. I can't emphasize this enough. Sarah and Alexa were just not going to lose. Like they just weren't. And they were off the board in an hour or whatever it was. Two points UNC. It's now we got to find two more. And, and you know, the energy they both brought at the top of the lineup and the difference between them, the fire of Alexa, just the steady excellence of Sarah Davitella, having that at the top to rely on. What I noticed about your team this year, and I'm not disparaging teams of the past, but it just felt like it was there was more of a communal effort to try to replace that energy, to try to replace that fire, whether it was Fiona and, you know, just the relentless positivity we saw at five, I think, or at four. I think even Annika started really getting after it at six as well. Obviously, the top two. Is that something that's been stressed this offseason? Like, I, I just felt there was a little more fire from the bench and across the board at this year's uh, event. I'm curious if that's something you felt. Absolutely. We, yeah. we, uh, we, we talked about it uh, before and after that, this is, we have 11 players on this team and, and everybody played a huge role. Um, there was definitely the most energized from the, from the bench players, you know, to the, to the playing players. I mean, we just really did an incredible job of, of trying to bring everybody together and bring everybody up. Um, you know, if you, if you see it from match to match throughout this, it was different players stepped up, you know, you know, Raleigh was huge for us. Okay. Getting points on the board against Virginia. Okay. And also against NC state be an amazing player at NC state, you know, one of the top freshmen, incoming freshmen. And so, you know, we needed, and we needed Cam, you know, against Virginia to kind of, you know, Hey, don't, don't go down, you know, easy against Navarro. And, and she was up in the second set and, and that, 
that bodes well for the team. And then Annika, I mean, you know, clinching the last two days, what an, what an amazing story for someone who hasn't been in that situation very often. And just you watch, you watch her compete. And, you know, she, she has in the past, she, she wears her heart in her sleeve, but she, I've never seen her so positive and have with so much energy and, and, and that feeds off to the rest of the players. And Carson, you know, she's, she, this is all new to her, but she, she loves this environment and she thrived in this environment and she, you know, you could see as the matches went on, she got better and better. As the tournament went on, she got better and better. Um, and then Fiona is just a rock. I mean, she's an absolute rock. I mean, she, I, I was on her court against NC State, and that girl brought the kitchen sink. I told, and I told her, I said, you had the disposal on the whole time. You're able to kind of <laughs> diffuse, diffuse everything that she was bringing to you. And I know they didn't get finished, but it was she. You know, her her ability to against a very talented player to kind of stay out there. Um, and then, you know, yesterday, just getting that, you know, that second point on the board was just, you know, again, really, really big for us. So um, definitely, a, you know, a full team effort on the court, off the court. Uh, we had tremendous support from our parents and our support staff. Um, we had people that traveled that, you know, you know, you know, Jeff Scott, you know, came from Colorado. He's a good, good supporter of ours. You know, we got Kevin Kane. Um, a lot of our parents and family members were there. My parents were there. My sister came. So it's just to me, I think it was just a sense of, you know what? We don't want to let anybody down. We, we need my, my wife was there. My son was part of the team. So it's just really a family atmosphere. And you can really sense that that was really huge for our team. And we wanted to play, you know, and, and support it. And what was interesting, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll probably, you know, I'm not sure if we're going to keep going more than this. But to me, I'll, I'll end my comment about this family atmosphere was, was nobody wanted to let anybody down, okay? And Fiona, for example, and Riley, for example, who I was coaching a lot, they they would they would tell me, okay, when they lost a point or lost a game, they thought they, they should have not. They 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 told me they they were sorry, okay? Sorry, coach. Sorry. And to me, they had nothing. I told them they have nothing to be sorry about because they they are giving everything they could possibly give, and it was so impressive and so inspiring to see. And um, so, but that's who, that's who they are. That's who this team is. They, they want to help the program achieve the lofty, you know, you know, goals and, and, and they just don't want, and again, I, I'll never, ever think anybody's, you know, this team, especially let, letting anybody down because they, they want to do it for each other. And um, they were able to do that uh, this whole past weekend. Yeah, the only last family note I had is I got to talk to Mr. Calvis, and I was like, hey, you, me, lunch, Indianapolis, when are we doing it? I need all the juice on young Brian. And he's like, you name the date, I'm in. So that's the only, yeah, that would be my final note uh, on that. But, you know, again, now we build forward towards the future, and you look at the doubles performance this weekend. I really don't think your team played poorly in doubles. I do think Oklahoma, Virginia play I, Virginia in particular just played an outstanding doubles point. Like they just came out with fire. That said, certainly two doubles, you feel like back to the drawing board a bit. What did you think about your doubles performance this weekend? Yeah, um well, we beat Ohio State yeah. uh in doubles and they're also norm- normally very good in doubles. And um, NC State who's excellent at doubles. And NC State who is really good in doubles. Yeah. Okay. I mean that I think that's the only doubles point they've lost all year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so obviously, um, Virginia, you're right. To me, Virginia match at one and two doubles, that was they, they, they just played lights out. And I think yeah. because 
they they glossed a really tight and they, I think I didn't see it, but I heard that they kind of had match points and just didn't get it done. Trevinsky had two volleys on top of the net. Okay. She missed him in the net. All right. So I think Sarah probably, you know, probably got into him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that uh, inspired them and they responded. You know, players respond to good coaches, you know, when, you know, when they're faced, you know, with a little bit of adversity. And um, and honestly, uh, the Oklahoma one was the one that really kind of like, you know, kind of sticks in my craw a little bit. We we did that was that was not us in doubles. I, I, again, the first three, I'll give Virginia plenty and if not all the credit. Um, and I said that after the double, I said we just got beat. OK, um, you know, Oklahoma played well. They played really well. But we didn't we didn't we didn't perform the way we were, we're you know accustomed to performing in doubles. So um, I think we have um, you know the recipe, but we need to we need to kind of get back to being a little bit more uh, you know be more aggressive with our play. We were being a little too more too too reactive and passive. But um, you know again you know some if not most of that credit is goes to our opponents. Yeah. Okay. Completely fair. I felt like this weekend there were a lot of breaks of serve just across the board. And I don't know if that's like first tournament, you know, first big event of the year jitters, if that's just let these freshmen play 50 more deuce points throughout the course of the season sort of things. I don't know. Did you feel that at all? Women's tennis is a lot of breakfast serves in women's tennis. Sure. <laughs> but general. I know today it just felt like these courts, I don't know, the, something about yeah. the conditions, like we just had more than normal. Yeah. No, and, and the, again, the courts – for for Madison, the courts were slower. Yeah. Okay, so typically these courts in the past years have been faster. Okay, so there was they were grittier, they were slower. So um, I think the big the big hitters had more time. You know, so I think you know they they had more time on the returns, and so they I think to me, you know, at least in doubles, we were playing teams that were that that were moving a lot. Okay, off of their returns. Okay, so we, you know, we played, you know, a lot of teams that would, you know, tag our second serves and they would just poach. And um, and so, you know, because they they, you know, they had time on the returns to really you know dictate. So I think that probably was one of the reasons why we were getting breaking broken a lot. Um, and we probably weren't breaking as much as as needed because we were not being as aggressive as we needed to be uh, on the other side of things. But um, I think, you know. Indoor tennis, it, it is faster, shorter points, but the courts were slower than 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 we've typically experienced in the past. Yeah, that that's I, I agree with you. That a hundred percent. It did feel like you just had a little bit more time to set up in everything that you were doing, which is why that Mora Sleeth match, I was just like a every Sleeth match was a slugfest. It was delightful. Um, you know, again, looking at the teams because I do think two points change. Pepperdine beats uh, beats Oklahoma in the semifinals, and there was a legitimate forty, eh, a little longer than four. I'll say two and a half minute window where you guys were playing NC State, where you know Annika's down five four in the third, and you know it's really tight. Uh, where was it five? Uh, just tight across the board, and you just think, oh my, like. Oh man, NC State might knock off North Carolina here today, and of course there are other teams. If one point goes differently in that Texas A&M third set breaker against Cal, I feel like they're right in the mix there in the semifinals as well. All I'm trying to say is it feels like there's like nine, ten teams you can make a legitimate case for as watch out for them in May. Coming out of this national indoor weekend, do you feel the same way? Absolutely, NC State. NC State. Uh, granted, Fiona did have a match point with a swing volley. She had three match points. <laughs> yeah. She had a swing volley that she. 
Miss I, Wide. I, I, yeah. Miss Wide. But I'm telling you, I sold her. I was so happy. She felt she she really let the team down. And I was like, you put yourself in a winning position. And but when that when that ball went wide, you know, you're right. You know, you know, Rejecki's serving for the match at five four, and she hadn't lost her serve. And then she kind of got a little tight, double fall to the first two points. That small window, okay. And but uh, Cam was batting like crazy. So you, you small window of like, you know what, you know, this this could change. Uh, but um, again, I told our team after that match, I said, you all three, Cam, okay, Fiona, and and uh, and Annika, got to experience something that we we want our our team, everybody, to have that last match feeling. I, this match is coming down to me, and that match felt like that. Mm-hmm. Every all three of those players said, I have to win my match because if I don't win my match, you know, the team could lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, there's so much parity. You know the you know the in in college tennis. You watched it. You watched it at the indoors here. I mean, there were so many matches. The match before us was while we were late getting on with NC State. The Auburn Ohio State match was an absolute battle. Auburn was up, up, up. Win doubles point. Had things in under control, and then Ohio State came back and stole it. Uh, there's so many quality teams, and there's so many great teams in our conference that weren't here. Duke lost to Oklahoma in a really tight battle, and Duke is very, very talented, as you know. And then obviously. Miami lost a really tough match to Southern Cal, um, and they're going to be a problem, you know, come, you know, come spring, you know, so, um, you know, there's, there's, you know, again, there's a lot of teams. Oklahoma is really good. Pepperdine is really good. Texas is is very talented. I think they're trying to figure out, you know, their, you know, their identity, but there's a lot of teams, you know, again, you're right, 9, 10, 11, 12 teams that could, you know, that could uh, be hoisting that trophy at the end of the year. Absolutely. Last two questions for you. Third straight title, Eight straight finals. Eight straight finals. That's just, come on. Now, like again, the last time you guys didn't make the finals, I was still in high school. Just for whatever that's worth. Um, so, with all of that said, where do you know? What does that say about your program? What does that say about what you've been able to accomplish? Well, the one year that's the one year because it's since 2013. Because 2013 sure. we won it. Okay, the one year that we weren't in the finals of indoors was 2014 when we got to the NCA finals. Okay. <laughs> of course. So we've, uh, we've played for a national championship since 2013 and, um, and it's been a whole different, you know, cast of, uh, uh, amazing players and, and, and talented individuals. Um, you know, back in 2013, Peachy was on the team and mm-hmm. Sarah was my assistant. So, I mean, there's, there's, uh, it just shows how old, okay. I am, <laughs> but, the, to me, it's uh, to, to, to do that, have that kind of, cons- you know, consistency at a national scale. I'm so proud of our players, the program, the people that we've brought in. Um, it's just, uh, it's remarkable. And I'm, you know, I, I pinch myself all the time making sure it's real, but it's, 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 it's exciting. It's, it's really exciting. And I can't thank you know, my administration enough, the players, it's, it's all them doing all the hard work. And I just, I just get, you know, Tyler and I get to kind of reap the benefits of, of kind of being the coaches, but we're, uh, you know, we're fortunate to also to have great, you know, great, you know, volunteer assistants, Sarah's now, but before that was Maggie Kane. And, you know, we had Haley Carter. We had just, it's just been so many great, you know, uh, coaching staffs that have been able to kind of help uh, bring these incredible players along. So with that said, again, it's title number six, three in a row. What's the celebration look like at this point? Is it just like, let's get home and go to sleep? Well, a bunch of them had classes and tests and papers <laughs> due today. So we, we really had to get back. Uh, so they're uh, they're doing a lot of academic work right now. We uh, we'll take today and tomorrow off, and then practice again starting Thursday. 
Um, we have another road trip, but we have a weekend off, but we have another road trip next weekend, um, starting ECC play. So, um, uh, we love being on the road because this team, as you kind of, as you allude to, I'm glad this, you saw yeah. that our yeah. team is very close and they love kind of getting, you know, you know, along, they get along so well, they, they, they bond so well. So we're, we're excited to get on the road again. Yeah, that is a great answer, but that's not the answer I was looking for. I'm talking like, for me, I'd go pint of Ben and Jerry's. I'm eating the whole thing. It's a national championship winning night. Like, come on, there's got to be something. We will have a we'll we'll have a cel- celebratory uh, dinner at at the restaurant of their choice is what we're gonna have. So <laughs> that's yes. what I like. Yeah. yeah, I'd have been like, hey, I know we got to run to the airport, but I got twelve orders of cheese curds. Let's go to town. Yes. Like we've earned yes. these. Uh, but. No, oh, it's it's all worthwhile, Coach. Right? It, it's got again. It's got to be fun. They also they also uh, they also get to uh, get another championship ring. Yeah. So they get to they get to design their their national championship ring, and so they're also they'll, they'll get uh, recognized at uh, you know at the uh, one of the upcoming basketball games. So we're uh, you know the, our administration really you know they they say UNC is the University of National Championships. I was I was here for many years, and we weren't kind of. You know, doing our part. There's so many programs here that were winning national championships, and you know, Roy Williams and Karen Shelton and Jane Levy and Anson Dorrance and all these great coaches have won so many. I was just trying to feel like I belonged, and now, uh, you know, there's so many people have. You know, Hubert Davis texted me today. I mean, just there is such a communal family family here in North Carolina that they just really want each other to do well, and they and they just you know appreciate success. So, um, you know, our our team is is definitely reaping the, the the benefits of their success and getting the accolades that they, that they so richly deserve. Absolutely. They completely deserve it. It was a championship-winning performance and a testament to your team, to your coaching job, obviously, the time you all have put in. Three straight titles, eight straight finals, ten straight years of playing for a national championship. What a run it's been, and obviously the run isn't stopping anytime soon. So, Coach, congratulations on another victory. It's always a pleasure to get to watch the Tar Heels have success. And, again, look forward to watching you all compete throughout the rest of this season. Alex, man, the, uh, your your coverage this weekend was red zone coverage. Uh, it was amazing. When I wasn't playing, I was watching it, and you and Mike did such an amazing job. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I, I can't go back to just watching the streaming. I'm sorry, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same. And uh, I thank you for elevating college tennis to such a high level. So many people are fans watched it, and and um, and to have 12 courts going from match to match. I mean, I, I don't know if you're gonna do that, with, you know, in the men's in Seattle, but to, to be able to you to be able to kind of you know just feel like you're watching an NFL red zone when you're in the red zone. Uh, it was amazing, and uh, I just want to thank you for all that incredible, you know, coverage that you guys did. And it, you were—I mean, you were out there every single minute of the day, and it's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's inspiring for all of us to be a part of it. I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate your support over the years. I'll say this. It's perfect for my ADD. It's like I don't have to focus on one thing any too long. I'm going to six. I'm going to four. I'm going to <laughs> six. You know, again, all these different things. So it's great for me. But, again, I really appreciate it. You know what helps us is when there's a really good product out on court. And, again, three straight years. Like, I'll be back next year if you'll have me. So, yeah, let's, let, we'll run it back. But, uh, Coach, again, thank you so thank much. You. And I'm sure we will speak more soon. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.